not adjust your tracking. You are now listening to the VH Saturday podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to the VH Saturday podcast. I am Henry. And I'm Allison. We will be hosting you through this. But first, I think we should explain what this podcast is about. So. Yeah, so we are a couple in the Seattle area. So needless to say, we're just a couple of hipsters who love retro shit. And um, on the weekends, we have this little, what I guess would you would call, call it? I guess I would call it um, tradition? Yeah, we have this little tradition where every weekend we go to thrift stores and, you know... Just find all the weird VHS tapes that we can. Yeah. And we get films and movies, of course, like everyone else does, but we don't want to review and share that because that's been done and tried and true we all have watched old film reviews on vhs right so our goal is to share with you the strange and unusual the odd and obscure weird found footage that is out there floating around yeah so um as you are aware in year of our lord 2021 no one watches vhs tapes anymore no except, one, no except one for does. People like, like us. <laughs> so you know, weirdos. so basically, like these secondhand stores just give them away, and they have, I mean, they have tons of tapes just like lying around, and so we kind of take it upon ourselves to sift through and see if we can find anything unusual or that catches our eye that's maybe, you know, interesting, and we take it home and we just slam some white claws and <laughs> and watch them. I want to know how much much landfills are just filled with vhs tapes how what is the ratio of like landfill garbage that is dead vhs tapes yeah honestly i view this as recycling yeah like if we didn't buy them they would just be in a landfill somewhere um et for atari style buried in a just buried in a landfill so you know we might as well just share our findings with the world and anyone willing to listen so um we unfortunately weren't able to go this weekend because there is a the worst snowstorm in seattle in the last 50 years apparently that's yeah. what this slated is to be uh mm-hmm. we're looking at like eight inches out my window right now oh uh, yeah fun times <laughs> uh, but we do have a huge backlog so if we uh the internet goes out uh we got plenty of vhs tapes to oh, yeah. uh, keep us occupied we have a lot and so since tomorrow is Valentine's Day, we thought it would be appropriate if we looked through our collection for something that was a little more lovey-dovey, and, and this was the closest <laughs> that we had. It's what a, are we watching this week, it's Henry? A, it's a film called ESP, uh, <laughs> Extra Sensual Perception, yeah, um, by uh, Penthouse Video. Penthouse. Okay, so this is where I think it's a good time to put in a content warning that um this is this is a porno it's it's not porn but it's porn (laughs) yeah we'll get into that later so you know if you're listening to this podcast around you know maybe like little ones or at work or something people in earshot might not be so fond of you know us saying the word fuck and talking about dicks or lack thereof it's schrodinger's porno it's uh (laughs) is it a b movie or is it a porno like depending on what shot you're looking at uh yeah so um 
so you know the cover of this vhs tape is like so you have the letters esp in this like glowing red it's like you know photoshop 3.0 uh (laughs) you know outer glow effect extra sensual perception and then there's like a black and white picture of like some people making out that, that our main character our yes. main character and one of the uh, fabio. Uh, 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 great value fabio is what we great call the main character value his fabio. name is damon but you know he yes. looks like great value uh, great value fabio for you to have a visual yeah he's got this like long blonde hair and he's super like chiseled like very like male model is that, look to him is that the other main character right there i believe that's art ho laura yeah um and then we have this cutout of a woman in like lingerie kind of like peeking over the back of her bare shoulders and uh the edge of the photo on that is uh kind of torn and weathered uh very 90s this was filmed in 98 for the record yes uh, very 90s and then it also has uh photoshop's early afterglow effect there too yes around the edge of that the back. So here, here's the synopsis on the back of the film. When a fashion photographer suddenly realizes he has the ability, through simply touching a person, of experiencing both their wildest erotic fantasies and their most recent sexual experiences, his whole life is changed. Amazed at the depth of intensity of that which he is able to experience, he plunges headlong into the pursuit of increasingly frantic erotic encounters and experiences. Soon, he is unable to distinguish between reality and fantasy, and he feels himself slipping under the spell of uninhibited erotic experimentation. What is real and what is imagined? Only the camera can tell the difference. Uh, It's 95 minutes, and it's surprisingly rated R. Yeah, okay, so let's just kind of, before we begin, let's talk about how this movie came to be. Unfortunately, there isn't a lot of information online, but Penthouse, of course, is like a porno mag that's been around forever. Right. And they have had many different media ventures throughout their company's history, and one of them is um, video. And so there are a lot of just Penthouse tapes out and about. That are legitimate porno, and then apparently someone said, you know, what if porno, but also B-movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is how we got ESP. Yeah, so it is a full-length movie, but it's structured like vignettes. So um, we follow our main character. First of all, um, let's, where did we find this film? What? Where did we? Did yeah. we? F- I think we found this at St. Vincent's. St. Vincent's, which is a... Christian thrift thrift store. And let me tell you, that is the most, to this, of all of our uh, ventures, that is the most impressive VHS collection at any thrift store I've yet to see. Yeah, it's it's quite huge. And depending on which one you go to, uh, the prices are basically free yeah like, weren't these like 25 cents at a the piece? Fir- uh, one of them one of them we went to they're 25 cents the other one we went to they were a dollar so yeah. we either we paid between 25 cents to a dollar eight for this yeah so um worth it yeah worth it yeah um <laughs> it was entertaining so i guess we... we'll just get that to the yeah it um, was it, why was it entertaining because it's a good film no no <laughs> 
feel like it's more like human instinct that kept me <laughs> watching it. Okay. To so, give you an idea of this film, I, I want to say it's like a if you if you imagine watching porn and you get the really paper thin plot of I'm the photographer. Oh, here's my client, and then things happen. That paper thin plot. Somebody at penthouse would have said, "What is that?" But full length. I have to say the plot, quote unquote plot of this movie is very like, like you can tell it was made by someone who makes porn for a living because you know how like, um, oh, like in like, like Stephen King books or whatever, like the main character is always like a writer down on his luck. And it's like, obviously like a self-insert type thing. I kind of got the vibe with this. Like, I mean, obviously a lot of porn is like self-insert uh sometimes more literally than others <laughs> <Some self-insert>. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what i mean that it's like you know he makes erotica and he's making a lot of money and people are judgmental of his work and uh, anyways so basically the gist of the story is is that damon is a photographer and um his he's kind of down on his luck like he's not making a lot of money um he has to tell his girlfriend that they're not going to be able to pay rent this month. And she's fed up. And she says, I'm moving back in with my parents. I'm done with you. I'm gone. Well, not quite. She was, she didn't say they were done. She said she's moving back with her parents. And he's like, so then we're done. And she was like, no, this might make it better for us. This might help mm. our relationship. And he's like, that's what you said. When you stopped sleeping with me six, six months, months ago. ago, he's like, so I'll help you pack. And she got really booty bothered that he was just <laughs> kind of like, all right, clearly we're done. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, he could have taken that like way worse. You know, when you think about like this big macho dude, you were thinking he'd been like really ragey. But he was like, all right, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll help you pack. And she's the one that got mad. Yeah, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like, I really like Damon he, as a character. He like, subverted what I was expecting yeah, for the main character of this. Like, although, you know, like, all of the, you know, I use this term loosely, characters in this movie are very, like, shallow and um, don't really have any personality. Um, Damon is, like, he's very calm. He's principled. Um, he never uses his powers for evil. He gets a little creepy. Yeah, but okay, we'll get into that. So, um, okay, so first of all, once you start the movie, when you put the tape in, there's no previews. There's yeah, no it just, pre it just jumps. It just in. jumps jumps in, and after you see the like production name, titties, just like yes, first shot is just the first shot. It's just titties, and it's just a montage of like boobs, boobs. And, as like you get these opening credits, like opening credits. Boobs, opening credits, boobs, <laughs> opening credits, boobs. Yes, it like it wastes no time. It lets you know what you're in for. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, like, okay, so when I was originally looking at this tape, um, I didn't see the penthouse video down at the bottom when we first got it. Yeah. Um, I thought this was going to be because it's like rated R. So I'm like, okay, so it's not a porno. It's probably just some like risque honestly i thought it was gonna be like a stalker horror it, movie the, the some of the scenes on the back remind me actually of a ghost with patrick swayze the way they're yeah. like framed on the back and how it's all like this like black and red um 
like it just looks like horror movies from the time with this like glowing text and stuff yeah. like it gives off more of a horror vibe than like a porno vibe um and you know talking about like oh he's slipping under the spell what's real and imagined that i'm like oh is this some like disturbia type thing or like i've seen lifetime movies about photographers you know what i mean um so when we were discussing what movie we were going to watch this week um we had a couple options but this one i was like oh yeah you know this should be fine and i didn't really know what to expect and i was afraid like oh this could just be porn and we'll have nothing to talk about um it is porn but I feel we have a decent amount to talk about. Like, even the porn scenes are questionable porn. Okay, so straight up, there's no penetration. You don't see any actual, like, penetration, but you see lots of, like, nudity. And... A lot of implication of penetration. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's one character, Tony, that we see. Tony. Uh, oh my there's... gosh. We have, to, we have to back up a little bit before we get to Tony. So... Where the whole plot kicks off is, so, you know, Damon's a photographer, and he's at this um, art gallery, and I guess this art gallery is owned by his girlfriend's They friend. have a mutual friend, yeah. But she, and this mutual friend moves in on him, because she's like, oh, yeah. I heard Mary left you. And he's like, oh. And she's yeah, like, yeah, I, I guess. And she's like, making a move, and then he's like, kind of into it, which... Fair, you haven't been late in six months. He's but, the, she was coming on super she, yeah. strong. She was very obvious. She was very and like he tries to play it off like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, you're good kinda, guy, Damon. Yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's not. He doesn't immediately go in for it. Mm -hmm. But when she's like, no, man, I really want you, and he literally says, if this is charity, I'll take it. <laughs> That's my favorite quote of the film. If this is charity, I'll take it. Like, okay, don't let's not front. Like, <laughs> Damon's down. Um, her name's Laura, by the way. I, in my notes, I referred to her as Art Ho Laura. Yeah. <laughs> so Art Ho Laura um, t is like, oh, come into my office. I've got some whiskey in my office or something. So they go into her office and like, she's like, oh, check out this art piece that I have. It's my favorite piece. It's this and little she, clay looking this thing. This little clay figurine. I honestly can't It looks like a dong. It looks... It's... <laughs> It looks it's it's vaguely uh, phallic shaped. Uh, yeah. It's got like a long shaft, and then it's got like like a, a circular orb. bottom. But it it's painted very ornately, very Native American esque with the yeah. art. It's like uh, a Native American, a stereotypical American uh, Native American phallic clay art piece. Yeah, and it's you know it's like palm sized. It's small. Um, and so she's holding it and she's like, hey, check this out. Don't you think this is cool? He's like, yeah, cool. He like picks it up and looks at it. And when he touches it, he starts seeing like his first fantasy, right? Right. So basically this talisman gives him the power that anytime he touches someone, he can see like their most erotic deepest sexual fantasies but also to according to the back of the box it's uh oh and they're and their most recent, recent sexual experiences yeah um 
So he sees that, and then he realizes he has this ability, and then is that when he kind of just freaks out? He goes, walks down the street, just starts like touching everybody. Yes. Which is when I found it was creepy because he's just literally walking down the street and like any opportune moment he has to like graze against somebody, he is, and then he just like. So he's just walking around with like a raging heart on down like <laughs> down Main Street. Which is street. busy city street. He's in like a main city and yeah. he's just walking down the sidewalk and like anytime a hot girl passes by, he'll like, you know, kinda like graze like, against graze her. Against her. And which is you know, you would just expect walking down like you know, we're in Seattle, so you just imagine that, but like I think this was shot in like LA. So just imagine yeah. downtown LA just walking down the street and it's like uh uh, great value walt fabio just like bumps into you (laughs) you just ignore it right yeah but then there's like it got creepy as fuck to me this one time the very last one we see after this montage of like grazing people uh he goes to this one hot woman that comes out of this office building she's carrying a coffee and then like he like bumps into her she spills her coffee and then uh he sees her fantasy, which is like getting fucked in a ballet studio. Yeah, like was, she's was a ballerina. Tony? Was Tony also? Was yes, okay. but we don't we, we know got... that it's Tony. So, yet. so it's we see this African American gentleman uh, <laughs> in this ballet studio, and we're like, okay, okay, this and they're is, just like fucking on the on like the the, the balance bars yeah. and stuff like that, and um, it says like, sorry, I dropped, made you drop your fucking coffee. He just goes ballet and that's yeah and so she just like doesn't even think twice she's like yeah whatever and walks away and i'm like okay so if i just bumped into some random dude on the street and he like spilled my coffee and then says what my deepest fantasy is yeah i'd be like that's a little weird how does he know that i wouldn't just like well, I would just walk away. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'd be like, "Get me out of here!" The fuck away from me. <laughs> but like, the look on her face was so just like, nah. "It's L.A." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just another day in just L.A. Just another day. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> she probably hears way weirder shit. Way weirder her. shit from other like Fabio knockoffs. So it's, it's L.A. You just see like you know, like which Fabio knockoff is this? That's like down on their luck, you know. It's like. Oh, let me guess. You're a photographer. <laughs> a photographer in L.A. Yeah. Yeah, real original. <laughs> sure your studio apartment's great. I'm sure it doubles as a studio. <laughs> anyway, so, like, um, I do have to say, so, like, you mentioned your favorite line in the movie was... Um, if this is charity, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, so my favorite line in the movie is, like, when he bumps into this woman, it's, like, in front of a newspaper stand. <laughs> And, like, it, like, shows the newspaper stand, and, like, there's this handwritten sign on, like, a piece of cardboard, and it's, like, written with, like, Sharpie, and it says, Top Story, Drug Lord Johnny. Drug Lord Johnny. I don't know why. Wait, wait, do we see Johnny later? Is that one of the fucking... (gasps) Yo! Oh, my God! God. (laughs) Holy shit! We will meet Johnny in a minute. But first, we have to... I don't know which one of them is Johnny, but... We've talked about Tony. We gotta get to Tony. Okay, so then, you know, like, the newspaper lady just walks away, and we don't see her for a while. And um, it, like, cuts back to the art studio. And, you know, he, like, bumps into an intern or whatever at the studio and, like, sees that she is also fantasizing about fucking a black guy. And then we're like, wait, is that the same black guy? And at first I thought, like, 
they just like ran out of actors or something <laughs> and so they were just like you know using the same guy you're like yeah he's a black guy whatever <laughs> like, you know? it's a fantasy yeah. put him in there everyone's, everyone's there imagine the same dude whatever yeah. <laughs> because like all the women they're technically different women but they all look exactly the same they are all clowns this like 90s porno blonde bimbo like blonde fake hair titties. i think we saw one pair of real everyone had very obvious entire... 90s boob jobs yes like especially the biker lady okay we're we're getting ahead of ourselves okay so um so then in the background we see the same black guy from their fantasies like hanging up a painting on the wall oh, wait, wait we, we need to mention tony's second the second fantasy with the art fantasy we gotta we gotta mention what, what happens to that before <gasps> we even the find paint? out before we find out his name is tony so we see tony the black gentleman having this fantasy in, in the fantasy of this of this uh art girl yeah and uh she's like painting and he comes into this studio and they start like playing with the paint and like she's like they're like laying on the floor and it's like there's like white tarp on the floor yeah, and, and he already has green paint on one of his nipples i think no i think we saw her like when she grazed him she had like paint on her hand and, yeah like, the first time she touched him she just gets paint but then she paints a heart on his chest with like yellow, yellow mustard like paint yeah. and then they start grinding and they're just yeah. like throwing paint around each other and but isn't then they... tony wearing this like leather man thong the entire time so you, we see a lot of implied uh penetration yeah but when the camera pans out we see that tony is technically clothed yeah he has a but it's like it's not it's not porn it's very like rated R porn. Yeah, and, but I get I got uncomfortable when they just they almost exclusively started using red paint eventually. Yes, it was like a scene out of Carrie. It, it was like just blood red paint splattered <laughs> all over each other's chest, just being smeared. Yeah, right. As they're just like rubbing their bodies against each other. <laughs> you could take screenshots from that scene and show it to me and say this is from a '90s horror film, and I would believe you. Yeah yeah like it's hands down you ever seen those videos on youtube where they'll take like they'll make like a fake trailer for a movie and and switch up the genre yeah so like, like forrest sc- gump is a horror movie yeah like scary poppins and <laughs> stuff like that like i feel like you could definitely do that with this movie oh hands down for sure hands down we can make uh easily turn damon into like some creepy stalker yeah 100 percent. um so then you know he meets so damon meets tony in the studio that tony just started working there and so you know of course that's why all of the women who work in the studio are like fantasizing about him and so you know at this point i'm thinking like okay so he earlier he was walking down the street and like bumping into all of these like beautiful women and seeing their fantasies and i'm like he hasn't bumped into a guy at all like he he doesn't see he doesn't see any male fantasies. I'm like, cowards. Penthouse, cowards. Like, show me. Show me what the guys are thinking about, you know? Let me see what's going on. Um. Well, the closest they got to that was he shakes Tony's hand when he introduces himself. And he sees a glimpse, you know, w- we wouldn't want to see any, like, dicks or anything gay. But we see that Tony's gay. Tony is gay. So like all he says is he's like, 
he's standing they're not even facing each other they're literally standing side by side and tony's just like forget about your girlfriend i'll make you feel real good <laughs> and that's like as gay as it gets and i'm like you tony kind of disappears after that like yeah, Tony, where the Tony did came, Tony go? he gayed, and left. <laughs> like, yeah, so in my notes, I put Tony's non-sexual gay fantasy <laughs> because there's like they they wouldn't they wouldn't dare they wouldn't dare show two men doing not, not anything. Not in '98. Not '98. No, that that would bump it up to NC-17 just on premise, just on principle, like uh, homophobic '90s. Yeah, but like this is the point of the movie when I'm watching this, going, who is this for? <laughs> Who is this for? I mean, definitely the fact that we found this at a Christian thrift store really made me want to know the answer to that question. That like, is this just like sexually repressed older couples who are like, I I would never watch pornography. Heavens no. But I would, you know, this is just it's it's extra sensual. It's just sensual. See, it's not sex. So, like, honestly, God, when you grabbed this tape and I was like, yeah, sure, let's get this. I thought this was like, um, I thought this was going to be a, uh, not sex education tape, but like, uh, what's that one lady that's on like, uh, Dr. Whatever the fuck. She's like this old lady that like talks oh with dildos God. and shit with people. She's very open, uh, sexually open. Uh, Sue, Sue. What is her? What is her name? Doctor Ruth. Ruth. Doctor Ruth. Ruth. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I watched a documentary about her. It was really interesting. She's like ninety. Is she still around? I don't. Yo, she's still alive. She's still alive. She is still alive. Oh my god. Doctor Ruth, killing it. Born in nineteen twenty-eight. She has seen a lot of dicks in her life. Hell yeah! <laughs> you go, girl. But uh, thank you for your cervix, Doctor Ruth. <laughs> Henry's mad I stole his joke. Anyway. <laughs> but I thought this was going to be like one of those kind of tapes where it's just like, you know. <laughs> Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth-esque. Like, you know, here's how a couple can like up their extra sensual perception oh, with each other. become more in tune with each other. I thought that's what we were getting. <laughs> but now I, I got I a B-movie. I kind of wish that's what this was because the whole time I was just like, there was a point where I'm just like, can we just like, can we just like fast forward through the fucking like, I want to sit here and like watch these people. The 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 fucking scenes are drawn out too. They oh are my long. God. And the music is awful. It's like 30 second loops of like smooth jazz on a synthesizer from 1992. Oh, my Thank God. Thank you, Casio. It's so bad. And it's like super loud. Yeah. Oh, it's like they it's almost like they completely mute like the actors and you just hear this like overbearing like <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's awful. Um, And so, you know, I described earlier that the movie is vignettes, that it's pretty much just like he he gets from Damon gets from place to place and it doesn't exactly say like how he got there or why he's going there. Oh yeah, There's a lot of things that are just like skipped. Yeah. So the pattern is Damon is at a place 
there is also a hot, horny chick at this place. They make physical contact somehow. And then in, like, what women want fashion, he's able to see their fantasy. And then this is the excuse for the directors to put in this, like, you know, quote-unquote sex scene. And then as soon as that's over, it just, like, cuts to another, like, oh, he's in a new place now. And there's a new chick here. There, There's a point where, like, the... We couldn't tell what was a fantasy. Because, like, some of these women, he's he's hooking up with and giving them their ultimate fantasy. He's fulfilling mm-hmm. that. Some of these women, he's just touching and seeing their fantasy, right? Yeah. So, and so like, we, to, But it doesn't tell you what's what. Right. So to us, like, to the viewer, you're watching this like, well, is this actually happening? Or is this just, like a fantasy in we, their head. Yeah, are we seeing the fantasy or are we seeing the fulfillment of the fantasy because both happen with no acknowledgement of which one is happening. And so I have to say that like props to Stefan Rudnicki, the director, that like <laughs> there was a moment when we were watching this when I kind of like realized that I was like I don't know what's real and what's not and then I was like oh shit, the back of the fucking box. He's unable to distinguish between reality and fantasy. And I'm like, bro, me too. What's going on? What is real and what is imagined? Only the camera can tell the difference. Yes. Only the camera can. Like, <laughs> I sure as fuck Because there was one point when, like, we see a fantasy and then we come back to reality and they hadn't happened yet. And you're like... Wait, I thought they were fucking already. Yeah, but like, you know, the fa- like it shows her like taking off her shirt and they're fucking and whatever. And then like when that scene is over, it cuts to a scene of her taking her shirt off. And I was like, wait, I thought she already took her shirt off. Nope, we weren't there yet. Yeah. And so I'm like, OK, but we, we've, we haven't gone to the actual continuing continuing the plot. now. Oh, my God. This shit goes off. The so, rails. The, so then Art Ho Laura and him strike a deal because what ends up happening is he once he's using all these fantasies to fuel his art because he was an artist before but his art photography wouldn't sell i know what that's like um <laughs> but <laughs> the, follow at neo underscore robo on instagram no, buy a print but uh <laughs> so the he starts using these fantasies to recreate with models and then shoot them, and then this starts selling in his in the gallery. Mm-hmm. His first one sells for thirty three thousand dollars. Yeah, and um, Laura says she takes half because she's the one that like gave him the. And she owns the studio. She owns the studio, and like, and that's where all the clients are coming it, and it, seeing. Yeah, it creates pictures. this partnership between the two. Of them. Now it's a now it's a relationship and a business relationship at the same time. Yeah, so we see him fuck Art Ho Laura more than any other girl in this movie. That like he's she's kind of his main squeeze. That like she didn't have the Victorian era. Uh, no, that was a different. That was a different girl. Okay, so, um, Art Ho Laura because she's the one who was in possession of this, you know, talisman that gave Damon the power. She has the power too. So like you know they're having really good sex because they can both see exactly what the other one wants. And so they're just fucking all the time. But our whole Laura is a little crazy. So whereas Damon, his powers, he's just like along for the ride, right? Like he's having a great time 
that like it gets to a point where all of these women are like coming to him because they're like oh i hear you can make my fantasy come to yeah, life word gets out yeah and so then you know they're just throwing themselves at him and he's just like fuck yeah like let's go and he's just like boning all these hot chicks and then like but art ho laura is like uh-uh it's all about the bottom dollar baby like i got this power and i'm gonna use it for monetary gain so i'm thinking oh blah, blah, blah. henry's guess <laughs> oh hi baby you want to sit in my lap come here anyway Guest, uh, guest appearance. Hi, Boba. So, so Arho Lower starts taking full advantage. Like he has to crank this art out constantly, yeah. and mm-hmm. and it's he's never just, enough money for her. And he's he's becoming filthy rich. Like, mm-hmm. like he becomes a millionaire essentially. Yeah, he's he's got to the point where he has so much money. He's literally just giving out wads of cash to people on the street. He he becomes real good guy, Damon. Uh, but for, I want to talk about uh, the Victorian era fantasy that we got. Was that the one girl who, like, that we found out, like, word gets out? Uh, she just looked like a straight, like, porn star librarian. Honestly, and she starts to take yourself out. Like, there were so many. It's, like, hard to keep track. We see so many different fantasies My, my in this favorite movie. fantasy is, I believe it's that one. She comes in and she's like, I heard you can fulfill my fantasy. He touches her and, like, immediately it's, like, victorian era dress and she starts taking it off we see this like ornate like vanity mirror but the background the the backdrop <laughs> is this is black curtain that no one at penthouse video apparently could have been fucked to uh iron, iron. <laughs> it's just this like walmart sheet this black sheet just like pinned up on the wall it with is, like wrinkles in it there's wrinkles and then there are very clear creases from it being folded, folded. yeah <laughs> it's like you couldn't fucking you couldn't iron like the one set piece <laughs> no because they were gonna go return it to walmart after they got done filming <laughs> And they reuse that. They reuse that fucking sheet in so many. So like, okay, you remember when he goes to the the strip club? Oh, is that the same sheet? Was yeah, that the same set uh-huh. of the strip club? Okay, so there's a scene where Damon goes to a strip club and um he's getting this like private lap dance. Wait, why does he start going to the strip club? Because he has run out of clients coming into the gallery. He's like running out of people. Yeah. And so he's like, and then, and they literally tell him, well, you're running out of upper middle class white women. Yes. They're like, why oh don't you God. go find some seedier women? Yeah, so he goes to this like sleazy, like downtown. what LA really looks like. <laughs> the red light district, yeah. essentially. Like basically, you know, like he's, imagine uh, Beverly Hills, right? That's where the movie mostly takes place. Beverly Hills-esque looking places. Mm-hmm. And then. He goes to Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. That's what it is. He yeah. goes down to Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. And so then he goes in the strip club and he's getting this like private dance from this stripper. And she's just like, she's really good at her job, you know, like, but she's a stripper, you know, she's having a hard time. So like he sees her fantasy and just in like a total like subversion of our expectations, her fantasy is her and Damon laying together side by side in bed, reading books, you know, in their pajamas with their glasses. They're like obviously like a married couple and they kiss each other goodnight. They I, say love, I you. love you. And then and so then he's like, 
taken aback by this. He's like, oh my god, this girl, like... She just wants... She just wants Stability love. and normalcy. Yeah, just a normal and she's life. Just, but she's stuck as a stripper. Yeah, and, and she mentions, like, you know, just having trouble paying the bills and Because he whatever. starts talking to her about it and yeah. stuff, and he's like, you know what? He just pulls, then he pulls out this fat stack of cash. Fat stack. A wok. That's his... That's how he tips her. He's, yeah, he's, and like, he's just like... Use this I know what bill? you're looking for, mm-hmm. and you're not going to find it here. Go get a better job. It's like, use this and to like, pay the bills. Yeah. Go to school. Get a better job. And she just, like, takes the money and just, like, walks away. And I was like, honestly, yeah, like, Damon is a good guy. Good guy, Damon. He, like, if these powers were in the hands of, like, you know, some kind of, like, Laura? shitty dude. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. We, we see how power can corrupt people. <laughs> Laura is corrupted by her powers. But Damon's a good guy. He He's, leads, yeah. He yeah. leads a strip club, right? Yeah. And then he finds a pimp. Yeah, and, and he walks out of the strip club, and this guy, he's just like, hey, so... Uh, you not find what you're looking for in there? You yeah. want something a little bit more hands-on? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 like, Damon's always about to say yes, but the guy keeps, like talking shit to damon essentially he's like dude just let him answer he's obviously gonna say yes like that's what he's looking for he wants a hooker hey man you uh you you have pain in your pants like like, damon was literally about to say yes and then the the pimp cuts him off like keep trying to sell him it's like you got me already (laughs) but then like instead of getting the hooker what he does is he gives another fat stack of cash to this pimp and tells him go get a real job man yeah and then get this pimp off the street you know um then we see we see the pimp's fantasy. I like when they show the male fantasies in this film because I feel like they're so fucking like piss scared to even like toe the line of anything homoerotic. Um, but we see the pimp's fantasy is like just pimping on women. <laughs> yeah, that he's just like in this bedroom with a harem of scantily clad women. And Damon's just, like, in the corner, and he's like, hey, why don't you join us, buddy? Like, and then it, you know, obviously it cuts off there. We're not going to see anything gay. Then we meet the gangsters, right? <laughs> okay. Um. So Damon ends up in fucking jail? He ends up in jail? How, How did he get no. there? He, uh... I honestly don't remember, but, like, he ends up in fucking jail. Did he? Oh, because he went. He ended up in jail because at the art gallery, again, there was a girl, and he wanted to see her fantasy, but he couldn't get it, get it around to her. And so he tries to play coy and say that- uh, Look, it's Mel Gibson! <laughs> and he says, look, it's Mel Gibson. She turns up, and he takes her earring. Yeah. He tries to touch her earring to see if it's real or fake or not, right? And then um, it comes off as she- uh, she feels that he's trying to like uh, steal her earring because they're like genuine diamond expensive $50,000 earring yeah and so now she has placed charges against him for basically which that's technically grand theft anything over $8,000 is is Mm -hmm. legally grand theft yeah so he's in jail yeah assault and grand theft so a lot of bills there yeah so he ends up in jail which is like you know this really shitty set like (laughs) these like jail bars and you know he's sitting in there and there's one other guy in the jail cell with him, and it's this, like, zoot suit wearing fucking, like, Italian mobster guy. Like, and he's just like, 
You want a cigarette? Him, like, no, what's, what's this? Oh, yeah. He's like, like want to do a line? He's like, in jail? Yeah. He's like, and then he's like, my men own the guards. No big deal. And, and I'm it's like, like wait. Well, why, if, you, if, you, if you're a mobster and the mob owns the jail, why, why are, are you, you in jail? jail? Like, <laughs> why are you sitting in this fucking... It's like, he just, he loves doing cocaine with people so much that he just, like, sits in the jail cell all day and waits for people to show up so he can just, just he, do coke he's a with social, them. He's a social coke doer, right? He, <laughs> he, he can't do coke by... Like, if you do coke by yourself, you got a problem. So he does it socially... <laughs> And you know you can't get as good of a line on a normal to- bathroom public toilet. It's gotta be a jail cell toilet. <laughs> nothing, just there's nothing Could left you on. Imagine there. like like doing cocaine, like you're coked up and you're just like trapped in a jail cell with like what do you do? What do you do? I just, I'm just imagining fucking like Eric Andre the let me, let me in. Out. It's like let me out. Just let shake the out. fucking bars instead of a fucking iron hot fence. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. And they're like, but you wanted to be in there, boss. <laughs> you told me to lock you up. <laughs> we got, you own us. So then he's like, uh, fuck no, I don't want to do cocaine. And so he's like, well, how about a cigarette? And he's like, yeah. Sure, I'll smoke oh, a cigarette okay. in jail. Oh, because he he sees he sees the mobster's fantasy was murder yeah that like his fantasy is literally like he has a couple tied up to chairs in their bedroom and he's pointing a shotgun at them point blank and kills them like that's what gets this guy off is that's his, flat out murder yeah and so like damon sees this and he's like oh god i don't want to i don't want your piss this yeah, guy yeah. off he's like yeah exactly so when he offers him the cigarette he's like oh yeah okay whatever you want man let's do some coke haha <laughs> like yeah because yeah, then he's like how about that line actually and then unfortunately this gets him tied up with the mob because then he gets involved with the mob and then <laughs> but then he, he he you know he chooses to do that because he's like oh I can get some very subversive art out of the mob. So then he uses his connection with the pimp to throw a party with the pimp's harem. He just gives the pimp a fuck ton of money and is like, hey, man, let me borrow your girls. I'm going to throw a party. They're like, all right, cool. So then he has, he tells, uh, I think that guy was Johnny. Like, I'm going to call him Johnny. Drug Lord Johnny. Drug Drug Lord Johnny. So then he tells Drug Lord Johnny, uh, hey, man, I'm going to throw a party. Have your boys come through. So then... Uh, he hosts this party with these prostitutes, and they're like, "You told me you. Uh, they told me you're the host." He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Uh, you know, we don't want anything funny." He's like, "No, no, I'm just looking for inspiration for my art." Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, "Do whatever, you know, have fun. I'm just here for the art, man." He's like, I just "Good want guy, Damon." <laughs> it comes down to it. Like, "Good guy, Damon." I just want to watch. <laughs> 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 do what you want with the girls i just want to watch <laughs> that's our good guy damon so let me snap some pics so um yeah he throws his party and then he like takes pictures of all these mobsters weird fantasies which a lot involve guns what yeah one we of start them, seeing a lot of like gun fetishism there's like three mobsters but i think we only saw the fantasies of like uh we got johnny and then like bald guy yeah bald guy was uh he fantasizes about playing russian roulette with some 
I don't know. That's not Russian roulette. He just wants. He's just suicidal because Russian roulette has to be played with a revolver. This was uh, straight up like a fucking nine millimeter, like uh, fucking nineteen eleven. So I don't know breeds of guns. Well, okay, I, there's. <laughs> There's no roulette here. You put the fucking bullet in the in the fucking magazine. You load that in. It's gonna come out. Like okay. there's no there's no randomizing. Okay, Arho Laura got a revolver. Yes, Arho Laura was really like it was not loaded. Right, she just wanted to like fuck with. She it. just gets into gunplay. Yeah, but like yeah, which is that's sus. That's sus. <laughs> I mean, what what do we expect from Arho Laura at this point? But uh, yeah, she just falls deeper and deeper to depravity. But uh, yeah. but so these these mobsters, right? They all have like fucked up fantasies, and then like he uh, recreate. He doesn't take the pictures of. Him. He promised him, "We don't take. I'm not taking pictures of you. I'm using this for inspiration." And he recreates it with models. Yes. And then, uh, uh, and like the the leader of the mob is all like, you know, um. He sees the pictures. Well, before that, he's like, he's like, hey, if you ever need anything, let me know. I'll help you out. You know, he's like, never need a, a favor. You know, I'll, mm -hmm. as a thank you for this, like, orgy we're having here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you need. But then the mobsters, they see their art, and they're not pictures of them, but they're pictures of them. You know, they're, like, seeing their deepest, darkest fantasies being played out by other people and damon does get artists that uh, does get models that look similar right and so they feel they've been outed essentially yeah so drug lord johnny sees these pictures and he comes up to damon and he's like bro what the fuck like you're just you're just putting my fantasies out there for everyone to see everyone's gonna know this is what i fantasize about but like he's saying this in front of like his other mobster friend and it's like if you wanted this to be a secret, why are you? Why wouldn't you just keep it a secret? Yeah, like, like no one knows that's you, dude. Yeah, and but it's a model. They started like yelling at me, like I thought you said you weren't taking pictures, and he's like, those aren't you. These are models. Like, what are you talking about? These this is very coincidental that like <laughs> I went and watched you fuck some people, and now I took some, uh, I, I made some art where it's your deepest darkest fantasies, which you know maybe maybe not. They acted out with those uh, prostitutes. I don't think they did. So, which I could see that be. I, by the way, so then, uh, Damon somehow ends coked up again, and we see him <laughs> so on this how? bender. After because then he gets starts talking to Laura, and Laura gets gets involved with gunplay, and he's not feeling it. And he's like, "This has gone too far." And he bails, and like, I assume there's a cut scene where he went to the bar and got super hammered. Right or something because so all we see is him around. stumbling in an alley, like freaking out. And then, like, we see a silhouette of drug lord Johnny and other guy uh, on one end, and then we turn around and this like Toyota Corolla <laughs> pulls up, <laughs> and like other mobsters all come out, and uh, we have a very poorly done fight scene. I've seen better fight scenes on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, that was. That was some. That was some garbo. That was not good. And uh, and then Johnny calls on his cell phone and says, "Hey, yeah, there's a guy." He calls nine one one and he's like, "There's a guy bleeding out here on like one twenty fifth of Boulevard." <laughs> he's like, "No, I'm not gonna give you my name, but he's pretty fucked up." Yeah. And like he hangs up, and then we see Johnny arrested again. But like, if he's bleeding out. He sh the, they, the paramedics would have came. Oh, because they, they planted, they planted a we, shit ton of cocaine on he's him. He's in jail. He's talking to his lawyer. 
and he's like they, and he's like look man they planted it on me i got mm -hmm. jumped they planted it on me i didn't have three grams of coke on me oh it was way more than that i think i said like three grams it was a lot like i i don't I don't do cocaine, okay? I don't know. I don't do the metric system. <laughs> so I don't know, but it was a lot. It was like, okay, if I could describe the size of the bag, it was well, like I didn't even see them. I just saw I didn't see that. Oh, I must yeah. have like I must have been taking notes at that time. I just remember him telling the lawyer that he got planted. It's like, okay, if you imagine, I don't know, like an iPhone, right? Like the newest iPhone fucking like if you were to put it in a sandwich bag, like that width, that's like what six, four inches or something like that. I don't fucking, I don't know. Okay, it's a lot. It was like a fucking sandwich baggie full of cocaine, which I assume goes for a lot of money. Yeah, and is extremely illegal well, to possess. He still wouldn't have been immediately in jail where he's still all fucked up and bleeding and shit. They would have the paramedics would have taken him first to, to the, the hospital. hospital. And then he would have talked to his lawyers there, yeah. and he would have been under, like, just watch at the hospital, mm -hmm. and then he would have been taken to jail when he was recovered. That's how it fucking works, but not in penthouse video, apparently. <laughs> You're just gonna bleed out in a fucking jail cell. Go straight to jail. <laughs> Do not pass go. <laughs> but, like, he wasn't even that fucked up. Like, they, they, obviously the makeup crew was more focused on the makeup on the women than on how to make uh, uh, Damon look like he just got the shit, shit kicked, kicked out, out of him, him and uh, he's talking to the lawyer. They they make bail, right? Um, and uh, he may, he has he uh talk. He calls in his favor from drug lord Johnny from drug lord Johnny's boss. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm sorry about my men." What? And he's like, "But you know this this is your, this is your favor. Sorry about your men. I can't do anything else from you for you from this point on." He got him out, got him out of jail, and then we find out Laura has taken all of his money. Mm -hmm. He has because he can't post his own bail because he's only got five thousand dollars left. He's like, "What the fuck? I had two hundred fifty k in there yesterday," and he's like, well, "Where did it all go?" He's like, "I don't know." He's like, "Does Laura Laura have access?" Well, yeah. I didn't think she'd do anything with it. First mistake, bro. First mistake. Sign so that prenup. <laughs> They're not even married. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She's like, because the whole time she's like fucking some other guy. I don't oh yeah, when, when he didn't want to do gun shit anymore, she she's like, "Well, I'll find someone who does." <laughs> so he gets the gun though, and like he goes into the bedroom, and then like they start fighting, and then like uh, he tells the dude to get the fuck out, mm -hmm. and. She's like, no, he could stay. And then they start arguing. And this dude, he's like, all right, yeah, I guess I'll stay. And then, like, then she tells him, get the fuck out. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? And, like, so then he, like, grabs his pants. And he literally tells them both, both of y'all are fucking crazy. Yeah, which is true. Which is absolutely true. And because, like, imagine me and this guy. Art Laura says, I got a bunch of fucking money. I want to fuck you. And I'm also hot. And you're just but a normal you dude. also just gotta like you know, rub a gun on my naked body. But it's not loaded. It's not loaded or anything. Just like you know. But so he's like, okay, sure, cool, I'm down. Yeah. And then like, ex boyfriend comes in with a gun and they're yelling, and like, 
they're both psychic and no psychic fuck powers, <laughs> but you don't know that. You're just some guy that was like, okay, I'm gonna get laid. And you're like, <laughs> you're seeing guns get thrown around and like people yelling about like fantasies and shit. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I would have got out of there sooner than you he did. People are crazy. I'm out. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Like, it's within the context of the film, you're like, wow, that's a fucking crazy thing. But then shift your paradigms. Yeah. Put your mind into, the re into his mind. And you're like, wow, this is a shit fuck situation I don't want to be a part of. So after all we've been through this entire movie this whole journey damon is left with nothing he's bankrupt again he doesn't have his girlfriend he's just down on his luck and now he's got to worry about the mob and you know probably like i think the mob is like written off at this point possession felonies and oh yeah he's gonna pay off his he gotta go to jail but he's gotta figure that out yeah and so like he's just like you know what i'm fucking done with you art ho laura you are crazy. You're messing up my life. And so he's like, I'm going to destroy this. No, fucking he asked talisman. how to stop it. And she, that's what they were wanting. Like, that's what, when, uh, other guy was in there, they're talking about how to stop the fantasy. Right. And how do I make it stop? And they're like, I don't know. There's no way to stop it. That's how come I'm saying like, you're that guy. You're like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> and you're just like, they got guns pointed. And they're talking about how to stop the fantasy machine. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, I, I just, I just wanted I was... to get my dick wet. <laughs> So like, so like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to destroy this fucking clay talisman. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to wreck it. <laughs> I'm going to wreck it. And so he like points the gun at it She's when like, it's like, no. you, I mean, it, it's literally like, it's made of clay. You could easily just throw it on the ground. Oh yeah. And shatter it. He storms into the room. It's a, it's a decent sized master bedroom. Mm -hmm. She's on in the, on the bed on the other side. The talisman is on a mantle next to the door yeah he's pointing the gun at point blank this thing's made out of clay like she's like no she's gonna get up to like stop him and he pulls the trigger and shoots it we see a shitty firework go off behind it like <laughs> it's literally like a black cat firecracker like pop and we don't even see the talisman like explode we see something explode literally behind it yeah like a couple inches behind it not even yeah. like right behind it it's incredible terrible facts. pyro like <laughs> fuck but like realistically Damon could have just grabbed that. That was within arm reach. He's a big guy. Yeah. He could have grabbed that and, like, chucked it at the wall, thrown it at the ground, you know? And he probably could have smashed it with his bare hand, just crushed it in like, his palm. Like, I swear, he just, like, with quick one-arm thrust of grabbing it, and he... Whap. Whap. Just grab it, yeah. and in the same motion, let go, and throw it at the wall. Done deal. Mm -hmm. The thing be broken. But nah, you gotta... You gotta fucking cap it. Yeah. <laughs> cap that Bust clay cap. dong in the head. Like, <laughs> Bust a cap in that clay dong. <laughs> so. <laughs> and so, you know, he destroys it. And so we're thinking like, okay, it's all over now, right? Well, no, because then it cuts to him back in his studio in his like normal life, doing a photo shoot um, with some hot chick, of course. And like, you start seeing her fantasy. And I was like, wait a second. So destroying the talisman didn't do shit. Unless they're actually fucking? Yeah. I think that's what it was. They're actually fucking? I think that's what it was. I think he didn't have that because he went back to normal and like his art kind of went back to normal because his art eventually stopped selling too. His uh, The art manager eventually, this is backtracking a little bit, was like, 
this shit's too weird, man. Right. Once it started getting into the gun stuff, they were like, I don't know about this. And they're like, it's art. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, which I agree, those are some really cool shots. Oh, like, yeah. Like, the, there was the one with, um, uh, the girl, like, pointing the, at, the at gun the, at the, the bald guy, mouth. the one that was suicidal. Like, yeah. that was actually very well, there was, like, a, uh, some dramatic studio lighting. Yeah, it, on it like, showed the shot, like, in a frame on the wall, and it was like, it's actually a that's cool like a picture. Really, that's a really good shot. <laughs> we both said it at like the same time. Like, we were that's like, actually a really yeah, good that's shot. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. It's better than just people fucking. Yeah. Like honestly, God, I'd rather some subversive gun artwork. Whoa, she's got the gun point at him. Better wow. than is much more like interesting to me as an artist than. Um, yeah. Well, that's the people fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But uh. So then we get to the end of this. He's back back to just normal. Mm-hmm. He's doing portraits, but he's having some success with his art now again because he's got more art in the gallery because she's only like a partial owner of the gallery. Like the other, the art, the art manager, the one guy like, this is too weird. Right. <laughs> uh, that's the guy that really owns it. So, mm-hmm. but, but then out of nowhere, Mary, his girlfriend from the fucking beginning of the movie. She just shows up and she's like, just kidding. I want you back now. And he's like, okay. Yeah, he's like, all right. Yeah. So so then he gets back with Mary. There's like a big romantic scene at the end, right? With mm-hmm. like like a letter and stuff written to him. I don't remember what it was. Like there's like some it, it was like a weird montage of shit. Uh, I was like writing notes, so like I yeah kind of like was not looking. It was really like so the movie just like abruptly ends. By the way, yeah, just abruptly it's just like done. it's like well the talisman's gone. I don't know what happened. We don't know what happened to Laura, like. Like, Talisman is gone. He doesn't have his powers. He's back to be a normal photographer, but he's having success with his art now. Uh, he got to fuck all these beautiful women, and now his ex-girlfriend uh, wants to come back. Mm-hmm. Oh, she got mad earlier in the movie when she realized that him and Laura were hooking up again. Mm-hmm. She, that's what she, like, really stormed off. She looks, so it's true. Yeah. And she gets super mad, but it's like, yo, you broke up with him. You haven't fucked him in six months. You said you're moving out. Yeah, it's in bad taste to, like, start hooking up with your ex-girlfriend's friend, but at the same time, like... Yeah, like, why do you care? Like, we haven't had sex in six months. We've basically been broken up for six months. You just can't pull off the fucking band-aid to break up. Right. So, you know... Yeah, and you know what? Damon's a good guy, all right? I don't think he did anything in this movie that was, like, morally reprehensible, except for, like, you know, you could tell he was starting to get corrupted a little bit when he was trying to, like, steal that bitch's earring. I think he, he just got, like, he, he even said so himself. Like, he was, like, just too in the moment. was like, I, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Because like, he was just trying to see her fantasy. He, just he need- was trying to see. And so he was trying to, like, make physical contact with her, but she was being cold and was being, like, can you go now? Can you leave me alone? So, you know, he's trying to pull some trickery, like, look, it's Mel Gibson, yoink, and, like, you know, grabbing her earring. Yeah, I think he didn't even try to grab her earring. I think he just tried to touch her and, like, Oh, and snagged her earring. I think that's what happened. I don't know. I just think that, like, you know, at the end of the day, he was, like, he was just trying to see the fantasy. He was, like, letting the power get to him a little bit. But that's the worst thing we see him do. Like, really, all it was was, like, he knew this fueled his art. Yeah. And so he was, like, I and, like, and... Damon is an artist. And as, as someone that is an artist myself, like, you can't just crank that out, right? Art has to come. It has to, for it to, like, actually be meaningful, it has to, like, come from within, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, Laura is, like, 
it's like the content money, machine. Money, like we money. need to crank out the content. Yes. And so that's why he's like, I'm running out of people. He's becoming desperate to like crank out the content so they can sell because when some of the art doesn't start selling laura goes off on him and that's when she starts hooking up with With the the other other guy guy. because now his art isn't selling um because she just was using all about the bottom line and so you know like i feel for him he's like like, he wasn't doing because oh i need to be weird and do this and see the fantasies it wasn't the, the the fantasies weren't what was fueling him to do this it was the fact that laura was making him fuel the content machine yeah and that's where i'm talking about like the the meta commentary on the pornography industry is that like he's in it for the art he just appreciates the pure eroticism and like the you know like he's just into the art but then he has this bitch like breathing down his neck all the time like no you gotta crank it out man you gotta make more get it going make make more. more money let's go I'm sure, like, like left at his own devices, he would, like, occasionally make this kind of, like, erotica mm-hmm. and then, like, put it in the gallery. If it sells, it sells. Cool, I can make my money. I can do my portraits, too, for my normal job. I can just be my photographer self and do my work and then do my art and maybe sell my art for, you know, either yeah. way. You know, that's, that's what his goal is. And that's what he does achieve at the end. So right. it works out in Damon's favor. Mm-hmm. Good he for gets, him. Gets his girlfriend back. Good guy, Damon. We love you. Good guy, Damon. We you love you, look buddy. like great value. Great value, Fabio. The most interesting thing about me, to me, about this movie actually is the uh, is in the credits. We uh, see a special thanks. Oh boy, yep, I wrote this down. Special um, thanks to Glenn Levitt's twelve-year-old. Yeah, it literally says this. Okay, so in the credits, you know, we're just watching the credits roll, and it's like, oh, production, oh, costumes, makeup, whatever, and then it's like, um special thanks and it's you know just like generic stuff you would see in the credits of any movie and then it's just like glenn livet 12 year old why is a 12 year old being thanked in a porno a special thanks insert x-files theme here that is that is the uh most that's the largest question i have like who is glenn levitt why was he having any involvement with this not quite porno uh at the age of 12 kids not even like 13 yet he's a preteen still is it the 12 year old of someone named glenn livet or is glenn livet the 12 year old word for word all it says is glenn livet 12 year old yeah i don't know it uh i have a lot of questions yes um but anyways um we tried to do more research on this film, and unfortunately, there's not a lot of information. Penthouse film is kind of, um, you know, it's seedy. There's not a lot of information on any of, like, the actors or anything like that. Like, the director, everyone involved in this is pretty much just involved in small projects and mostly penthouse projects. Yeah, everyone, I, I, there was, like, another penthouse video like b movie-esque of this yeah and it's so a lot of the same, same actors cast. yeah um what was it called it's um it's about like a, a board game a board game that makes people have sex <laughs> yeah i can't uh yeah. imdb is giving me some weird um shit but yeah like it's just um 
some other video. I would really like to see I feel it. like Penthouse video, they've tried to branch out, like, let's make some erotica that is not porn. Ultimate love game. Ultimate love game. They, that's the only second one. I think they did two of these. Yeah. And then it didn't pan out. And so they said, all right, back to porno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back to print, doing the magazine, whatever. Um, but... There wasn't, I mean, there's just not a lot of information about Penthouse at all. Obviously, the most popular Penthouse film that people know of is Caligula. Um, I haven't seen it, if I'm going to be honest. But, um, you know, that's the one that, it's like an erotic film that was made by, or funded by, the guy who owns Penthouse. I don't remember his name. But I don't know if that's by Penthouse Video itself. Like that's no, studio. it's not. I don't think it's under the label, but it was funded by yeah. by them. Um, one interesting thing we did find, though, was that apparently in 1993, Penthouse released a video game called Penthouse Hot Numbers Deluxe. For the premise DOS PCs and Amiga. And Amiga. And um, we were lucky enough that someone actually archived this game on archive.org. Run in a DOS box in your browser. Run in DOS a, box. It's a... It's like a puzzle game. And you reveal, like, you click on the pieces of the puzzle and kind of, like... They disappear. They disappear and, and there's reveal... And there's a naked lady underneath there. Yeah, penthouse you pictures. You have ten, ten levels. So yeah. you have 10 nude models. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's, look, it's hard for me to describe with words. Um, if you are over the age of 18, of course, <laughs> and would like to see this for yourself, um, I found it through a simple Google search. And um, you can play the game. You can play the full game. Um, game make is sure a very you... loose term. <laughs> it's, okay, it's not a game. It's not a game. You just click stuff. And then eventually you see boobs. <laughs> I'm sure it was great in 1993 yeah. when uh, there wasn't a lot of porn that wasn't ASCII porn on the internet. Um, <laughs> parentheses, dot, parentheses, So much ASCII boob. porn. That was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember this in the mid-90s. Oh my god. Um, so, yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> I, I had fun checking that out. Yeah, we were trying to just find more information about Penthouse video itself, like what other films they did that were not direct porno. Yeah, but, um, and honestly, there's just not a lot of information. I, I, I firmly believe they tried to branch out into erotica, and that's not just, you know, straight on porno. Um, cranked out ESP, no, no, no pun intended, cranked out uh, ESP, and, uh, this... Uh, ultimate game ultimate is, love game ultimate love game and uh when both of those flopped uh they 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 threw in the towel and said nope you know what we just need to make real porn i did um read about like penthouse history the the magazine and they did kind of go through this sort of like rebranding attempt that like they were kind of known for like having pictures of women pissing <laughs> And that was kind of like yeah. where the line was drawn between like legal and illegal pornography. So Larry like... Flint uh, was a big pusher for the freedom of expression, right within mm -hmm. it, uh, and like the rivalry between Playboy and Penthouse was always like, Playboy, you're not gonna see penetration. You're just gonna see 
nude, right? right? And mm-hmm. then that's why there's this kind of like, oh, I just read it for the articles. Uh, <laughs> Ain't nobody reading Penthouse for the articles. Well, except the articles. So, like, Penthouse was more, like, raunchy. Penthouse they had more, yeah, yeah, like, fetish material yeah. of all kinds. And so that's kind of, like, you see that reflected a lot in this movie is that, like, you know, if all of the different fantasies that we see, they range from all kinds of different fetishes. Like, we see some foot stuff. We see some, that like... That foot shot went on very long. Yeah. Uh, there's, like, cuckoldry. Um, some, like girl on girl type stuff um all kinds of like you know just like um bdsm and well i I think what they what the reasoning for these films was was a playboy was they had a market like playboy had a market of like this is porn but it's not like hardcore porn or anything else like that's how there was like the playboy tv channel that was a thing for a bit in the Mm -hmm. 90s right uh, and Playboy would actually crank out some of these other, like, films. Playboy had a series of films that are very similar in vain to this. Yeah. Um, and Larry Flint, or somebody adjacent to Larry Flint over at Penthouse said, I want a piece of that pie. <laughs> uh, the people that, where we're too hardcore for them. You know, we want to capture this lighter market. And uh, I think it just didn't pan out. Make porn more accessible, right. you know? But, like, Penthouse was like, no, fuck that. Give me that weird shit. Well, they, I think they tried because, like, this very much toes the line of, like, mm-hmm. uh, is it a porno? But it's not, like, so that's what I'm thinking is that, like, you know, thinking about this, like, rebranding attempt that they kind of did that, like, you know, they kind of got in some trouble with, like, the risque content. And I think that, you know, when they were thinking about, well, we want to make more money, we want to reach a bigger audience we have to kind of tone it down a little bit. And there was sort of this like conflict about what they were going to do. And so I wonder if this was part of that where they're like, look, let's make erotic films that like, you know, we can sell at a normal like video store or something that like it's rated R there's not penetration. It's not like porn that they're like, how much can we get away with and still be rated R? Right. That I think this is, like, beat for beat. That's exactly what I'm saying, yeah. They the, skated around that rating system. Yes, exactly, because that's what that's what Playboy had been doing for a long time. Like, I remember mm-hmm. seeing Playboy in, like, FYE, like, next to the anime. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Where it belongs. So, like, uh, like going to, like, Sam Goody in the 90s and, like, literally, like, next to anime, there's, like, they, like, they had, they had, like, uh, the, the shields the, over the yes, covers. You, <laughs> as if you could just, like, pull that back as, like, a 13, you're like, oh. <laughs> titties yeah but, like, <laughs> but um you know so i know for like I, I, i'm fairly sure that they were trying to do that rebranding they were wanting to go for a wider market they were going for a wider distribution mm-hmm. um and they knew they had to tone it down a little bit and that's literally what we have here it's yeah it is them attempting to do what playboy had been doing with the it's not quite a porno but it's a porno it's a porno it's it's not a porno, but if you're desperate, <laughs> it'll if it, work. If it's charity, <laughs> I'll take I'll it. Take it. <laughs> but so, um, I think that's really all we have to say about this movie. Yes, there's not a whole lot else. Like we, this this uh this potty has about almost the length of the movie itself. Wow, the movie Fantastic. is 95 minutes. Yeah. So we've gone over the entire plot. Yeah, I, I don't know if I would have watched it again. No. No, I wouldn't. It's 
interesting to have. I are we gonna keep this, or will we will we get rid of this to somebody else so they can experience this? <laughs> um. So we've flirted with this idea of, you know, if you listeners would be interested in you know getting a copy of any of the tapes we watch on this show um you know if there's one where we're like i, I don't want to keep this you know if we're, 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 we're gonna open a, a spa uh, shopify and yeah we'll, we'll we'll start listing these yeah, tapes on there we're working on our website right now so we're hoping that you know for these tapes that we don't want if any of you guys would like you know an autographed copy because <laughs> you know we're we have a podcast so we're definitely celebrities I, definitely now celebrity now Thanks to our, like, you know, two listeners <laughs> that we have. But, uh, Thank you, guys. Yeah, so. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't um, intend on keeping this. this I, I don't want I this don't want in this my in personal my collection. This is not staying in my house. But if you're someone who's like, you know what? You're horny. You like fake boobs. You definitely don't want to see anything gay. Oh, speaking of fake tits, the biker lady. Oh, we didn't even talk about the biker scene. He gets wow. in a, almost like a bike, a bar fight, like outside of a bar with yeah. some like bikers. And then like this... he touches one of them and she shows like her fancy, like just grinding around on a motorcycle, like so stereotypical biker babe. But then like all these he snaps out of it and all these bikers are like shoving him and they're like get, get the out, fuck of here. out of here get the fuck out of here what are you get the fuck out of here and damon's like oh fuck <laughs> like, <laughs> and like her boobs are like watermelons bro like and they're like you know two feet apart like oh Speaking my god watermelons, we skip the <gasps> the fruit milk the fruit the fruit milk <laughs> I wrote fruit milk in my notes, but we didn't like get around to it. There's there's a a lady who was like wanna be fucked on a table full of fruit. Some of it was fake, most yeah, of it was the real. The pear was definitely fake, but the grapes were real like, because he was feeding them to her. But uh she had some water balloons on her chest. Like they, <laughs> She are... was like grabbing her titty and I was like, You're gonna pop those water balloons, bro. <laughs> the 90s man. yeah 90s plastic surgery wow good times they walked so we could run <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's gonna do it for this podcast yeah i can't i don't want to think about this movie anymore it's not a movie this is porn this is put this in your collection if like you know it's friday night and you're alone god you're pathetic <laughs> we didn't we don't want to review normal movies on this and uh this definitely is not a normal movie. That so. I think, you know what, if we're going to be looking through VHS collections for some weird, obscure, low-budget shit, inevitably porn is going to come up. Um, and, like, you know what, we have porn everywhere now. You can find porn, all kinds of different porn. In seconds. In seconds. And, like, this kind of stuff just isn't really necessary anymore. I could see the need for this back in the day, like, you know, before the internet, um, just like, you know, you're home alone, you want to crank one out, wife's been busy working, you know, like, think of all the fantasies, pop this see. baby in, fast forward to your favorite timestamp, and, you know, like, that's fine. And if you get caught, hey, it's not a porno, it's a movie! It's rated R, honey, it's not porn. It's extra sensual. 
But uh, yeah, I think that does it for this. Yeah. So uh, okay, we're done. We're Thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll see you next week with another strange tape. But before you go, um, please follow us on Instagram at VH Saturday Podcast. If you would like to send us recommendations or your thoughts on this episode, you can email us at vhsaturdaypodcast at gmail.com. Um, website coming soon. Thank you so much for listening, and have a happy Valentine's Day. Hopefully a better movie or something is watched than this. Yeah, so. see you next week. Bye. <laughs>